right, we are back. I'm Jack, and you're listening to Dev90X. Today is day 84. Can you believe that I do this podcast every day? I can hardly believe that I do it every day. But here we are. It's Saturday, the 30th of October. It's Halloween. Everyone's partying today, last night, and tomorrow. <laughs> it's just a whole weekend of Halloween parties. And I'm doing this podcast a little bit earlier in the afternoon so that I too can go to a Halloween party tonight. The title of today's episode is Swimming Against the Current and Why I Want Everything to Just Shut Up Sometimes. So this is an interesting lesson that I have learned through this podcast and I have, I've already said this a few different times, but I feel like it's the biggest one. It's the biggest thing that, I'm, that I've learned is that a certain softness to your approach when you're trying to do something in a very disciplined fashion is better. It's just better. Uh, swimming against the current. So today, it's Saturday. <laughs> Most people are not working. Most people are out having fun, enjoying their mornings, spending time with their friends, doing activities. And here in Bali in particular, everyone's like getting their costumes ready, hanging out with their friends, um, you know, doing their makeup and just preparing for the night, the preparing for the fun. I am working. <laughs> I am working. And I felt that today, today was especially, I mean, it's sort of like every weekend, but I'm, I've seen the pattern repeat itself enough times now to know that it's just better not to work on the weekends. And it's purely because that's the way the current flows for everyone else. So you can do it. You can swim against the current, but it's more work. It's more effort and you get less done. So the, the return on your investment of time and energy is lower. And so you may as well just divest. You, you may as well just divest, divest that time and energy and invest it into doing something fun or relaxing or spending time with your friends and loved ones and just, just into your life, you know, into balancing your life. So that's what I wanted to talk about. I realized that I'm in a group chat right now in, in WhatsApp with a bunch of friends and, and we're like chatting and organizing plans for the weekend. And it's really hard, it's especially with this kind of work where you want to be, building apps is not, it's not the kind of thing that can be done when you can't focus. You need deep focus to build apps, especially the, the engineering side of things. You need long, undistracted periods of time where you have deep focus and you can really con you can really solve difficult problems and harvest creativity in that in those moments of undistracted focus because things things take a little while to load up the problem scape the problem space takes a little while to I'm going to sit down and get in the zone and then once you're in the zone you have to you have to really carry it through if you want to get meaningful work done and it's really really hard to do that when you're in a group chat sort of anticipating what you're doing plans are changing people are like shifting their plans around and that affects you and that affects your plans and you know there's conversation happening constantly you're getting notifications constantly and so I was I was sat down working uh, this morning just after meeting with Dylan trying to get some actual you know some just some work done just get some focus in and it's just, it's just notifications. And 
So I, I sort of understand, I know that, you know, being an entrepreneur is not easy. It requires a considerable number of hours per week, often a lot more hours than a typical work week. And that includes spending time working on the weekend. Um, but, but it's not easy. And oftentimes it's not even worth it, actually. It's not even worth it. So, yeah, I just wanted to, I wanted to say that. So I understand why entrepreneurs, executives, and engineers in you know, Silicon Valley, it's like a cliche thing to use nootropic sub- substances to gain focus and to be able to do long extended periods of focus. And I understand why engineers have huge noise canceling headphones on that just basically say, don't talk to me, I'm in focus mode. <laughs> I understand why engineers hate meetings because meetings often break up their day in a way that's suboptimal for having longer periods of undistracted focus time. And I understand why managers and engineers don't get along for that reason, because managers want to have meetings. They want to know what's going on. They want to keep getting updates, get information. And engineers don't want to allocate time to do that. They just want to stay focused and keep working. So the lesson there mainly is when there's a current going one way, try not to swim against it. <laughs> try to go with it for as long as it makes sense. Or like cut sideways across it, but don't swim against it. Uh, that's, the, that's the main lesson that I've learned and that, uh, that working on weekends is just generally swimming against the current, generally speaking. So, progress update for today. I have finished the lessons on structs in the Unwrap app which is great. Uh, I, uh, what did I learn? I learned that every struct comes with its own memberwise initializer. So you don't actually have to initialize all structs, which I think is different to classes. I'm not hundred percent sure. I don't think classes have a memberwise initializer, although I'm about to learn that because next one is classes. Um, cause I've always initialized classes that I've built myself so far and, uh, you don't have to do it with structs, but, in certain situations, you do have to do it. Um, and one of them is if you have a private variable, you need to initialize it then. So that was interesting. I'm always learning little bits, little bits and pieces. I learned about private variables a bit more. I learned about um, public, you know, um, scoping the, the access level of the data within the struct. And I also learned about static. Static was something that confused me a little bit because the word itself semantically doesn't really make sense, but it kind of does. So static means still and not moving, but what it actually means is shared. So in the context of a struct, when you mark a variable as static, it means that it's shared across all instances of the struct. So you can, you can have a struct that says person, and this is the person struct, and it's got all these different variables like name, age, height, weight, all these different variables. And you can create multiple instances of that person struct. So you can have like, uh, you know, person one, person two, person three, name, age, height, weight, blah, 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 all different. But if you add, a, if you create a static variable, um, it, will, it will be the same for every instance of the struct. And that's pretty cool, actually. I didn't realize that, that uh, you can do that. I was, I was a bit confused on what static meant, actually. So I learned that. And a whole bunch of little, other little things. I won't, I won't list them all, but all I have to say is that if you are listening to this and you want to learn iOS development, the Unwrap app is a great place to start.
I have another to do, which is to finish reading Dylan's breathwork book. And I, I started reading it last year when I was getting into his practice and just after he published it. And I just <laughs> I found that I don't have a lot of time, you know, in between like startups. I was working in a startup and it was pretty, pretty hectic for eight months. From, from during that time period, I found it really hard to allocate time for just reading books, especially books that weren't related to what I was doing at, the mo- at that time. My role at that time was um, head of product. I was, I was a product lead um, and I had, I had a heck of a lot to learn to manage the product development. And so my focus was 100% on that and not on breathwork. Breathwork at the time was sort of like my, my hobby, I guess. My side interest, I found it very, it's very fascinating. And in the startup that I was in, in the team, we had this very kind of weird culture, <laughs> weird by most standards, but not so weird if you've ever lived in Bali or in Ubud and you kind of understand what, <laughs> what this culture is like, a bit woo-woo. But yeah, we had a bit of a woo-woo culture in our startup where we wanted to like embed this, embed this routine of self work, self-inquiry, we called it up-leveling ourselves. And part of that was that we would do breath work on a rotating roster. We would do shamanic or holotropic style of breathing. And <laughs> honestly, to have that as part of your like company culture is absolutely crazy. It's absolutely crazy to expect that everyone needs to do breath work on a Friday afternoon because that shit is intense. <laughs> a lot of stuff comes up. Most of the time, probably at least half of half of everyone doing it are in tears over one thing or another, and and to have that every Friday, it's it's a lot. It is a lot. Uh, but anyway, it was it was fascinating to me. I I I really dove into the world of breathwork over the last two years. Never done it before in my life, and uh, except Wim Hof, I. I just kind of picked up on that a long time ago but um now it's yeah it's kind of a this fractaling w- world of knowledge where there's so many different practices that you can do and they really are they they have astoundingly different effects on the body it's shocking actually it's shocking to know that you can you can breathe in a certain way and hallucinate uh you can breathe in another certain way and be in like a kind of a vivid dream uh, you can breathe in another certain way and uh, increase the amount of oxygen in your bot- in your cells, or decrease the CO2 level and the acidity of your blood. You can affect the immune system. You can affect the nervous system. You can do so much. Really, it's it's a very very powerful thing, and, and and that's the reason why it's one of the core aspects of yoga, and it's been practiced for thousands of years by yogis in India and Nepal as pranayama. So I was uh, actually interested in this because my knowledge of breathwork started with, uh, well, pranayama. I did yoga and I learned some pranayama breathing techniques. Nothing too crazy. Most of the time they just teach you some really basic ones like Nadi Shodhana, which is alternate nostril breathing. It's kind of like a box breathing and you learn how to calm down and it helps you get into a meditation, into a meditative state. Uh, so it pairs really well with meditation. That doesn't pair really well with, um, you know, if you want to do a HIIT workout, for example. <laughs> if you wanted to do a HIIT workout, you probably want something a bit more activating. And I hadn't, 
I didn't have anything like that until uh, I started doing Dylan's practice. So there's a lot to it. And I realized that I need to, I just need to continuously spend time on this, learning more, experiencing more, and being more of an expert on breathwork, uh, both as a hobby and as a profession. Um, however, the, I do have to balance that with my time spent on app development as well, because that's my other, well, that's really my main role is app development. So yeah, um, other than that, life update. Morning workout number six in a row. I've done really well this week with the morning workouts. Every morning, six days in a row. And some days I even did my 100 handstands workout in the afternoon, which is like a hit workout that goes for 13 minutes. And last night I went to ecstatic dance and it was just what I needed, exactly what I needed. Perfect. And then I did an evening relaxing breathwork sequence, which I barely ever have done them before. And it was great. Like I had this experience where for seven minutes I followed a breathing pattern and I fell asleep instantly after that. I could already feel myself falling asleep doing the pattern because it's kind of meditation as well. But after I put my phone down after seven minutes, I, I was out within probably 30 seconds. So that was really cool. Jack's hack for today is all to do with getting in the focus state. So I ranted a little bit about how it's hard to focus when you're, you know, you're missing out on things. You get a bit of FOMO. People are, you're in group chats and people are talking and plans are changing. And you're like, ah, and you're like trying to focus, but you're like, ah, what am I doing? What am I doing? I ranted a little bit about that, but there is a solution actually. There is a solution. And it's, it's just to be more conscious and intentional about your time. So batching communication time slots makes a lot of sense. I mean, especially as a standard habit, like during the work week, Monday to Friday, you should have a pretty standard habit of allocating time for focus and allocating time for other things. And communication should come in the other things category where, because you shouldn't be getting distracted every 30 seconds. Even as I'm recording this podcast, I'm looking at my computer screen and I've seen probably, probably like 15 notifications come up as I'm speaking and I'm just ignoring them completely, but uh, it's just like that. And so using focus modes, uh, iOS 15 brought this in now and it's getting po possible to program your focus mode so you can allow certain things through, leave everything else out. Um, and the final thing about that is also embracing imperfect on certain days where it doesn't, you, you know that you're like trying to swim against the current a little bit. Like you have to get things done. You're a high performing, high achieving person. And you know that you have to work some days when other people are taking holidays and time off. And yet, you know, it's against the current. You're swimming against the current. You just have to embrace imperfect. Sometimes you just don't beat yourself up about it because, well, yeah, it's not perfect. Life's not perfect. So that's Jack's hack for today. I hope that it helped someone out there. Day 84. Saturday. Thanks for listening, everyone. And I'll talk to you again tomorrow.